You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Here's a great way to help support Riotcast and Weird Medicine. If you're going to buy something online, look at Amazon.com. If you go to riotcast.com slash weirdmedicine, follow and bookmark the link in the middle of the page. There's no cost to you, and it helps keep Weird Medicine on the air. Buy computers, electronics, movies, books, heck, even apparel and groceries. How about this? Holiday gifts, office equipment. So again, thanks for supporting the show and going to riotcast.com slash weirdmedicine and following the link to amazon.com before you shop. Bookmark it. And thank you to everyone who is using this link. We notice and we appreciate. Don't forget Gamefly. Gamefly offers an exclusive incentive for Riotcast listeners to try Gamefly.com for a free 15-day, two-disc free trial, a $22.95 value. Gamefly is like Netflix for games and has over 8,000 video games for Wii, Xbox, PlayStation, and now your PC. I signed up and found they have some games for unlimited instant download. Just give it a try. If you like it, it'll continue automatically. If you don't like it, there's no penalty for canceling. Check them out at Gamefly.com slash fluid or go to Riotcast.com slash weird medicine and check on the Gamefly link. Lastly, check out Tweaked Audio. There's seven styles and seven colors of the best earbuds in the business. They're designed to sound great for music and talk. They're engineered for durability and they have a noise-reducing design and they're comfortable on the ear. Uh, You get free shipping and a lifetime limited warranty. Uh, Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code FLUID for a 33% discount. That's like buying three for the price of two or buying one for the price of two-thirds of one. (laughs) It's hard, though, to tell if you are the problem sometimes, you know? Because, I mean, maybe I am just really, really the problem all the time. I don't know. Well, when it comes to starting this show... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hit it, Stevie. <laughs> Hit it, Stevie. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of radio. Now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal Sam Roberts from the Opian Anthony and Sam Roberts Show. Hello, Sam. It's condescending. I, it is a little bit. <laughs> I also have with me Mandy Statmiller from News Horror and Exo Jane. Welcome, Mandy. Yeah, subscribe to News Horror. Bye. Absolutely. Dan Natterman, the eloquent emetophobe, known to comedy fans both on land and sea. Hello, Dan. How do you do? (laughs) I already preloaded it by saying you're eloquent. Uh, We, uh, you and I have something in common. We are both emetophobes, and people don't understand it. They think that we're germ freaks. No, that's that's not all the case. And Wait, what's it, an emetophobe? Okay, an emetophobe is someone who has a, 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 an irrational fear of vomiting. Well, maybe. No, it's perfectly rational. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> to other people. I don't see it as irrational. And uh, well, we'll get back to that. I, I still need to introduce our, uh, our, uh, our last person on the panel. is Kristen Montella, the permanent distaff member of Live from the Table on Riotcast and SiriusXM. And uh, Dr. Stacy was supposed to be here and she couldn't come. But uh, Rob Sprance is the owner of Riotcast Network and host of the Glory Hole podcast. Hello, Kristen. Hello. And hello, Rob. Hello. I'm just here for the prostate exam. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it going. Isn't it the whole podcast? It's the whole now. Thank yes, you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. We're much classier now. It, it, I just <laughs> basically admitted I don't listen to, to your show. That's I guess. okay. I'm That's sorry. okay. We can pull you off the site in 24 hours. I know. It's an, I know, easy, I know. I it's an easy thing, easy quick fix. <laughs> Let me get the disclaimers out. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question, you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider. If you just can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347- I didn't listen. Poohhead. I don't listen either. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, let's visit our website at weirdmedicine.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Or go to our new merchandise store at riotcast.com and click merchandise. Most importantly... We are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, physician's assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, or whatever. So, uh, Dan Natterman, you and I were talking just briefly about being an emetophobe. And I have uh, my friends will tell me that, uh, you know, they say, oh, well, we know you're a germ freak. It's like, I'm not a germ freak. I just don't want to get foodborne illnesses. Yeah, I'm happy with the flu. Yeah, uh, pretty much anything. Give me an upper <laughs> respiratory infection. I'm totally cool oh. with it. 
But give me a gastroenteritis and I'm just miserable. I'm, I live day to day in fear of getting a, you know, a, a puke bug. I was going to say, who's not afraid of vomiting? Though? That's what I've, like, I, I mean, like, there's nobody out there going, yes, maybe today's the day I vomit. I like, wanted to vomit recently and I couldn't. Really? I, I hate you, that. <laughs> really? See, that should be a fear. Being, yeah. being afraid not to be able to vomit on cue. Right. To be a bulimic emetophobe would <laughs> yeah. be a real problem. Perfect. I dated a girl who said, I just hate throwing up. And I, was, I thought the same thing. Everybody. Yeah. There's no. I've never met anybody who's, except for well, Mandy who's, who's a throwing I up I'm fan. Not. <laughs> like, I'm not that? a fan of it, but if you feel sick and you want it. And you want yeah. it just. That's all. Yeah, it's get terrible. It. Get the poison. What out. is an irrational fear of vomiting? I, well, I th- Lately, I have no patience for anyone who's afraid of anything. Yeah, <laughs> I just want people to just get over it. Yeah, like All be fears. put put be put in Iraq and re- realize what real feel, fear is. That's not a bad. I just point. think the world is just too precious, and I hate everyone. Yeah, talking I'm, about you, Steve. I know. I, I, I get that. Uh, yeah, because I, what the example I was going to give you is that sometimes if sushi stays out a little bit too long, I will throw it away rather than eat it. So that's one of those kind of first world problems. Are you able to kill a spider, or do you? At least oh yeah, yeah. No, I have no. Have a female who can do it for you. No, thank you. He so just doesn't want to ingest it and vomit it back up. Yeah, what is, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is an irrational fear of vomiting versus a person who is just against vomiting? Well, well I think. <laughs> oh, if I can speak to that, yes. Yes. if I can speak to that. Well, first of all, all right, you don't like vomiting, but you can go about your day-to-day activities and not think about vomiting, unless and until it comes up, literally and figuratively. Right. Um, <laughs> but me. Barely a day goes by <laughs> that I'm not worried that today is the day yep. that I'm going to have an episode of food poisoning or norovirus or whatever it is. Have you ever vomited? I usually, usually every few years I get an episode of of some sort of episode. And of, you do cruise ships, so that must be terrifying. Well, I um, but at least with a cruise ship, I know I'm not that. They probably have like uh, some shit on board to help you. Yeah. You know, but you don't hand. get to the point where you like I vomited before and survived to tell the tale. It's not that bad. <laughs> I get the point where I vomited before and it was horrible. I can't do this again. Oh, jeez. Do you okay. ever... Okay. Would it help if you Because just... it's not just one vomiting. It's usually a, a, a uh, episode a of gastroenteritis is 12 hours. Right. 12 Wait, hours. It'll be over. What about... Is it is the fear of other people vomiting tied into this? Like my sister has <laughs> Only that. in like so she... far as they could give it to me if right. they have something. Okay. So Only it's as not it applies like the, to us. The disgust of like seeing no. it or whatever. Okay. I mean, ever... I'm a doctor. I deal in puke every day. Right. But, you okay. know, the... F- I, I don't want to get you it myself. You don't want myself. to go through it. Got and I, every day that goes by, Dan and I are the same in this. That's one day we're closer to getting a the next episode, right? Exactly. Because I know that I get it at you know, say every three years, yeah. on average, right? Every day that goes by, I'm close to that three year mark. Yep. Yep. Didn't that kind of preclude you from being a doctor, though? I mean, the chances of you being exposed to someone with yeah. that's sick is are pretty high. Yeah, that uh, for some reason that doesn't matter to me. You know, that doesn't bother me in my clinical job i can see people i can do i mean and uh nothing grosses me out uh we we'll sit and, and eat lunch and talk about how we you know got a cup of pus out of somebody's back and right. it you know spewed across the room and stuff and never stop eating that doesn't that kind of stuff doesn't make me sick but it's, it's just the idea it's the same for you like you spend your days thinking about the dread of okay. having a bug for 12 hours yeah does, yeah, like I a mean, life well here's lived. a question. <laughs> yeah. does, does the fear of vomiting ever become so paralyzing that you almost vomit? <laughs> no. No, but it does become paralyzing that it's paralyzing. So it stops you from <laughs> eating? Or? Why no, it just do... it becomes, it becomes, it has at times when I feel slightly nauseous and I think, oh my God, this it's is coming. It. it. This could be 12 hours of this shit. Then, then it becomes, then panic sets in, yeah. You yeah. lock yourself in your house. And then I, you know, I, I have to kind of calm down a little bit, but... Or take a clonopin, but um, and if my kids but, but, get, but, a, but yeah, I don't think you can talk yourself into vomiting. I don't think. Yeah, no. And if my kids get, uh, say that their tummy feels a little bad, I'm grilling them. You know, do you feel like you're going to throw up? Do you feel like because then I I know if they get it, I'm getting it. Right. Is there something, Doctor Steve? By the way, what kind of doctor are you anyway? Well, I'm a board. I'm dual certified in family medicine and also a hospice and palliative medicine. Okay. So I do a lot of death and dying, and I deal with a lot of nausea and vomiting all yeah. the time. Uh, now, is there something I, that that I could have on hand that I would know that if I have this something that if I if the worst does happen, I do have a bout of gastroenteritis, I can take it and get relief. I've read about yes. Zofran. Is that yes? And that is now generic, so Zofran is pretty cheap. 
and it works pretty well at the first onset of uh, nausea. You can take some, and it sometimes will help. Uh, Fenergan's a great uh, drug, and uh, if you're puking, you know, you can't take a pill because you're just going to throw it up. So uh, uh, you would use a suppository, which is yes. loads of fun. You keep them in your refrigerator. <laughs> you hate vomiting so much, you use you a suppository. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you can just That's suck a on... real phobia if you prefer to have something shoved up sure, your ass. Sure, an ice yeah. cold. No, it's not. What's wrong with getting <laughs> something shoved up your ass? <laughs> You could also How suck. bad? It's not that bad to get something shoved up your ass. It's I mean, a we're little, not talking it's about not like a huge cock. It's of not medicine. a well. <laughs> it's like a teeny little. It's not a dildo of medicine. I think no. if you use the different can word I than say shove, that? did yeah. I just ruin Maybe. your show? No, we. You can say anything you <laughs> want to say. Okay. Yeah, your yeah, boyfriend totally never put a finger up there. I'm saying, as a man, I would think that that's. Oh, stop it! What's ice cold too? Yeah, so, you know that it makes comes out you of the refrigerator. gay, right? If you put a suppository, yeah. Okay, nothing wrong. Especially if it's shaped like a man. Dr. Steve, so do you have these on hand? I and, do. And do you find that that alleviates the anxiety? W- what uh, it, it does to a certain extent, yes. And I know that I've got something that I can do for it if it does happen. And I, as I've gotten older, uh, it's become less and less. In the, I've become a little more philosophical about it. You know, I'm, my kids are going to get sick. I'm going to get it. Or what am I? What can I do about it? So I'm, I'm a, a, a bit of a recovering emetophobe. That's what I was thinking. I would assume that you of all people, would realize that the cure for this would be to not have irrational fears right. and, and notice they're irrational, well, not, not that, get medication. the whole thing with irrational fears. They're not rational. But you study this. You're a doctor. Sure, sure, sure. But you know? again, I'm not that word irrational. I'm not sure I buy into because... Like, see, he's at the point where he doesn't <laughs> think it's irrational. Well, it is, a, it is a horrible thing, and it does happen. Yes. You know, it's yes, not like... I mean, it's not like fear of... Uh, Open spaces. Well, open spaces aren't going to aren't going to inflict any pain on you. Can but, I ask right. you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Kay. Have you ever had a real problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would suggest that that is a real problem. There you go. But um, I mean, like, have you ever faced like actual adversity? He's a comedian. This sounds like an accusatory question, <laughs> as if you're saying I would have been coddled all my life and my mother still bathes me. Does she? That's what I'm asking. No, she doesn't. Um, Darn it. Well, adversity, but you, you don't consider anything mental adverse, so I guess, then no, I guess I not. Do. I guess my life is just a happy as candy land. I do, but I'm saying, but I'm saying so, don't but, you think that everything is a matter of framing and perspective? And I'm saying if you were suddenly a quadriplegic, would you really be obsessing over this fucking vomit thing? Yeah, had you I would be up, obsessing about the vomit thing. Yeah, and and it would suck to be quadriplegic. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it would be even worse. You'd be a vomiting quadriplegic. <laughs> that would have to be. Yeah, that would be insanely. It would be even worse because how do you get to the toilet fast enough? Yeah, right. that would to, be. You know, that would be pretty horrendous. Wait, I have a question about the medicine. So that keeps you yeah. from vomiting? No, not really. Uh, okay. It, it will relieve it to a certain extent. And it, and the thing about the Fenergan suppositories is they make you really sleepy. So you just sleep through it. Now, you won't sleep. It won't knock you out to the point where you will do a mama cast right. and aspirate. You know, you'll always wake up to puke. But at least you can sleep through the nausea. Because that's the worst part. The puking is... Right. The nausea is, you know, yeah. 15 seconds out of an hour, but it's yeah. the nausea that you just have just to assume sit there. that if you have to throw up, you should probably get that out of your butt. Like you shouldn't try to. Yeah. So you depress. could never have yeah. kids, Dan. I mean, I guess I've babysat my whole life, so I've dealt with so much vomit over yeah. the years. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I I don't know if did, did, had does having kids make you more likely to have these episodes? Yeah, sure, because they go out into the real world, get exposed to these viruses, and then they bring them back home. I suppose I could be a baby's daddy. My kids brought us, <laughs> <laughs> or I could be a sperm donor. What but I'm if trying I have to tell to you is that these... I'm pregnant. Dan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like I said, I'll send checks. <laughs> my kids brought Nor- Norwalk virus into our house and they brought rotavirus into our house and we were all you know they were in the hospital here i've got this kid this one-year-old kid in a diaper and he's got norwalk virus so he's puking and shitting and and then he gave it to me and i'm in the hospital because my wife is homesick she picked one of the kids up and the kid puked on her and then she turned and puked on him and i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do (laughs) it sounds like that story in tucker max's you i hope they serve beer in hell that's like I think a made up story because yeah. Opie and Anthony exposed it, but about how he was trying to have like anal sex with yeah. his girlfriend and, and videotape then she it. Shit, and then my friend fell out of the closet because he was throwing up yeah. and I was throwing and up. And everyone's shitting and, shit and throwing and up. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, this is, but this happen. is a true story. That did, your story did happen. Absolutely did well, happen. And I'm whole, cradling him in the hospital, and he's got all these IVs. And all of a sudden, I hear this noise. And they had cut a hole in his diaper so that they could put a, um, a little bag around his penis so that he could urinate in it so they could see if he had a urinary tract infection. Well, there's a hole in the diaper. And this noise is a gallon of liquid shit oh. coming out of the diaper oh. all over my legs. And I suddenly all, have a know, fear of I'm vomiting. picking him up, yeah. and this stuff is just sp- pouring out of him. Yeah. And uh, uh, they came in to clean the room up, and there was no getting the smell out of there. The guy just came in and brought a little uh, air freshener and hung it in the room. What about, it, what about immersion therapy where you're just surrounded yes. by shit and puke? <laughs> yeah. Just exposing it. Uh, that's, uh, I was at a party recently. Or like and eating Mandy's, your own puke. Yeah. Mandy's missing the point. It's not the puke itself. It's us puking. Right. Right. You know, if you puke, I mean, I would smell bad, but whatever. Yeah, but the, that would make you want to puke, right? My cat pukes. I go to clean no, up my cat's puke, and I start to gag. It's getting the virus or the food poisoning. It's the foodborne illness. So maybe that got it me. affects you more than it affects me, because I mean, it sucks, but yeah. I, I don't think of it as being. And there's also something to it, when it's, it's happening. The worst thing ever. When yeah. it's happening, it is horrible. Like when you have those twelve-hour things where, like, you have to puke every yeah. half hour, and you're just sitting by the toilet. Wishing you would throw up and you can't throw up, but then once you're done with it, you're like, okay, I survived. Yeah, right. And now I'm ready to move forward with my life. Right. Sure. Now it's Tuesday. Well, maybe the bigger problem is I don't have anything else with my life to look forward. <laughs> That's to. what I was saying. I was saying about the right. vomiting at a stage. I have to, you know, if I knew that after the vomiting something good would happen, I guess it would help me. I think I have That's a version of this moment. though, because I have like a fear of nausea, not yes. the vomiting part. But like, yeah, I get nausea easily. I drink ginger ale all the time. I had vertigo once, (laughs) and it was like the like I wanted to put a bullet in my head. I've never contemplated suicide in my entire life. Yeah, I had vertigo for forty eight hours, and I thought like I was gonna jump out a window. Yeah, nothing you can do about that. To me, that's crippling. Like the that feeling of like not so much. I wish if it would have like if I would have been able to throw up and it would have gone away. I would have thrown up for six hours straight and had no problem. Do you know what caused it? That no, it's As a like virus. viral, yeah. There are, um, it's called viral labyrinthitis, and the virus actually gets into the uh, nerves that send position, head position signals to the brain, and it just starts firing them off like crazy. And so the brain is receiving these signals and saying, well, the, the earth must be moving. And so you get this, this feeling of vertigo, and it's just like it's the same nausea you get when you're seasick. How did you, how did you get vertigo? It's viral. You just catch it like yeah, you yeah. get oh, like really? Bell's palsy or yeah, like your. And it's interesting out. because some some bugs that are a virus that might cause a puke bug in you might cause labyrinthitis in me. Hmm. And I haven't puked in a while. Yeah, I haven't either. But now I have this. Fear my dog like, pukes though. Yeah, my cat pukes all oh, the time. Yeah, my cat. My dog too. puked on my face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. But now I have this fear. Every time I start to feel like dizzy, I'm like, oh god, I'm sure. getting vertigo again, and then I get a panic attack. <laughs> <because> <laughs> well, I there you I'm go. Getting vertigo. See, so it's not so crazy. So I guess you know. You Man, <laughs> Mandy, do you, do you dismiss uh, that as a as a. Uh, not a real problem. No, you... I think it's a real problem. I just hate everyone in the world. So I just, <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to say the meanest, cruelest things to everyone, including you. And I figure it'll make for good radio. So how's that working out for you? So <laughs> did you not feel your dog gagging or? Why it was just you like I was, a, I was asleep. Mouth? I was asleep. Oh. And, and he just I was walked like, up to you and puked on your face? <laughs> well, what do dogs get do? A different he dog. was sleeping. He was, did you say get a different dog? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's sweet. I love him. He's, he's like not. a kid. He he's came. not sweet because he did that? Yes. He's no, a it, dog. He doesn't understand he that. He came to her like, Mommy, Mommy, I'm going to be yeah, sick. Yeah, he didn't on feel good. He's standing over her and then, you know. Yeah, no, that, that maybe mommy, mommy. If he did it next to her. Well, he right. can't talk English, so he didn't say mommy, mommy. <laughs> but the sentiment for would be that. there if he had done it next to her. But when you puke on somebody, I like that face, you're trying to give back to me what I was giving to Dan. No matter what, you're like your dog sucks. You yeah. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> your dog is like way that. worse than Dan. Right. Your dog has repressed rage. <laughs> yeah. I would put down Dan. I would put Dan to sleep sooner really? than I would put my dog to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. Just kidding, Dan. I wouldn't do that. Dan, I would adopt you before that happened. I would come and I would post you on Facebook so everybody would come (laughs) and to save you. We'd get Sarah McLaughlin to sing a song about (laughs) you. (laughs) Well, have we we eaten up the uh, emetophobia? 
I think we probably have. I have a study here um, that I, this is why I called all of us together because um, for various reasons, um, uh, this particular topic struck me that you all would be have some interest in this. And uh, uh, there's this study they did: 88 college friend couples. And they found, after interviewing them, that men were much more attracted to their female friends than vice versa. And men were much more likely than women to think that their opposite-sex friends were attracted to them. And men's estimates of how attractive they were to their female friends had virtually nothing to do with how these women actually felt. And they were, uh, men were more likely to see sex and romantic potential in an opposite-sex uh, friend as a benefit and women primarily saw it as a cost. You just summed up the first 40 years of my life. Is that right? I was going to say, this, was, this needed to be a study. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's certainly not surprising that men want to have sex with their female friends. Uh, what I guess is somewhat surprising to me is that they feel that the, the uh, feeling is mutual in many cases. Right, right, right. No, right. And uh, once again, you and I have this in common, because I've heard you talk about this, that you have very often been put in the role of being the male friend. Am I right no, about that? No, I don't that? believe I have said that. You have? Have you not? Maybe no. Maybe no, it was Dan Noah. is one of you've just assumed. You've just assumed that. <laughs> you've just you've sort of assumed that based on. Oh, uh, maybe on on who I am, I suppose. Okay, I thought I heard you say that. Well, okay, I may be wrong. Well, no, I, I actually no. Um, I mean, I, I like every man on earth that's happened, of course. Yeah. You know, over and I over and over and over and over <laughs> and over again. But I don't think it 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 necessarily happens to me more than the average. Okay. I think it's the opposite for me. I think I want to fuck everyone, and men are afraid that I will um, consume them like a sexual spider, and uh, they'll be left to where die. Where would they get wow. that idea from? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Roberts, the um, yeah. So yeah, expand on that. Looking a very bit. fly-like tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> do you have? Do you see a pattern in your life where uh, you are attracted to men and they run away from you? Not really. Okay, then can you explain that? Because I didn't understand it then. Mm. You don't have to. I don't know. I think Rob could explain it better. Oh, okay. Why can I explain it better? <laughs> I think Dan, you're one of the men. <laughs> I think Dan could. No, I don't want to fuck him. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> so, so well, you're you. married. Uh, married people are dead to me. Good. They're just like walking corpses. Can you? Can you? Flirt with a married man. Is it okay for married men to of flirt? Of course with I you? can. I fucked with a married man. Okay. All fucked right. with. Fucked with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> married. Oh boy. So you're a necrophiliac then, <laughs> since they're considered because they're dead. dead to you. Um. No. I mean, I just did it one time, and then okay. You know, I I I talked about it on Rob's podcast. That's right. Oh, you did. It was oh, awful. Sure. I was yeah. a really bad person. I mean, really awful. Do you? F- Okay, well, there's, there's so I many questions think, I just think that I give off more sexual energy than men are comfortable with because they like to be the domineering, you know, trapping the prey or whatever. And I think I'm supposed to be like, sex? Ew. <laughs> and then the guy is just like, yeah, suck it. And I'm like, I don't want to. And then, they, and then you give head and they're just like, yeah, suck it. You know what I mean? But every like, guy will say simple interactions. <laughs> <laughs> every guy, Sam's Tuesday. <laughs> every guy will say, "I want a woman to come on to me." You know why do we have to do all the work? Whatever. And that's but you're that's yeah, but not then your those, experience. Those well, I mean, I guess sure you can come on to guys, but then those guys are the guys who are like walking around, living in fear of like puking or some shit. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Like, and I don't think I don't Anna. think I don't think guys want women to like come on to them the way they come on to women i think guys yeah. want women to like fawn over yeah. them yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. just you know just i just i feel like i feel like you. i know all these games that i should play but i would rather be just like a bitter spinster than do all that shit yeah. you know what i mean yeah no i understand that like and i don't know i mean and also i think that i'm cute enough that it's not I mean, I, I think I have a lot of great things going for me, but I think I'm just way more intense than most guys like. And I yeah. also like I'm really, really quick with everything. Yeah. And guys read that as I think guys read that the wrong way where it's more just like I think I live 
in an industry and a world where I have to make a lot of decisions really quickly. Right. And I'm the same way with my personal life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, that, that could be intimidating to some guys, although I would think in a city of 8 million people, you wouldn't have problem finding two or three that you would have, uh, you know, a, a, an amenable relationship with in that way. Yeah, well, and then now my dog cock blocks me because, like, <laughs> Rob, my dog doesn't face. like Rob. My yeah. dog was, like, ready to, like, rip Rob's yeah, face I went, off. Yeah, I went to go set up our equipment. And Gra- he, he loves Graham, my co-host. Yeah. yeah. He bit my hand off. Really sounds like a sweetheart. So doggy, yeah. <laughs> puking, <He's>, biting. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's Yanks, just. Yeah. He's just. I mean, I know. No, I know. He was a dick. He was a dick to me. He, he, was, a he was a total dick. dick. He was Fuck a total dick. He was a dick. But he's. I mean, he's a good. He's just like a fucked up rescue pit bull. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he's a pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We forgot biting to mention that. Yeah. 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 She, she's like, Kristen, hey, give him yeah. the treat. And I went to give him the treat. And I came <laughs> back with one like, less finger. That's than not I true. <laughs> that was the treat. <laughs> he was close. He was close. Do you think men and women can be friends? I don't know. Yeah. Pure, I, truly I, platonic level. Oh, I didn't answer that. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, so I the think, question hadn't been posed uh, no, I, until now. Right. I'm just they, proposing that now. I think they can be. I mean, there's always going to be one will probably always have, you know, uh, not turn down sex from the other, but I think you. Can, I certainly have a lot of male friends. Not to say that none of them have ever thought about sleeping with me, but yeah. well, we know that women know. can have male friends. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all pretty much in accord there. The question is, can that, men have women friends? By and that reasoning, men can have women friends. You not as I. I believe that they can, yeah. but it, but I think it's less common. I think as as the study showed, uh, men are more likely to want to have sex with their female friends. Than, than the than the contract. yeah and they even said that men were Which also it, but we didn't need a study by the way for that right yeah, exactly <laughs> well they just got some statistics but I, I do that have study also show that sometimes men like to ejaculate onto women's faces and tits well they, that needs to be studied yes <laughs> they actually said that men were more likely than women to say they had sex with an opposite sex oh, friend it was wow. twenty two to eleven so it was two times more men said that they were having sex with their female friends than the women. So either the women weren't admitting it or the dudes are just making shit up. But I think that's also like women are bitches. And I, I mean, I'm, I will know, you know, I'm one of them. Sometimes I'm, you know, I can be nice too. But Say it's not so. No, but women will, you have a male friend you think and you turn- have him there for a certain reason, whatever your reason is. And women can be sweet and they can be flirtatious. If a guy is friends with you and he doesn't want to sleep with you, you know it. Yeah. Very, it's, very clear like guys are not oh that's I not want true this. there's hate sex all right i'm talking about like normal functioning <laughs> yeah people. normal people not, <laughs> like, <laughs> not back at cbgb like, not bitter uh, <laughs> like want to kill everyone um you know but girls you're like oh this guy has a car and he can like take me to woodbury commons on the weekend yep. so i'm gonna you know <laughs> go to lunch with him you and then sound very guy, manipulative and awful i'm not like that <laughs> i like people I, for their souls and their spirits uh, <laughs> But you can be friends with somebody and want to have sex with them and have it even if they won't have sex right. with you. You can yeah. still like that's that a, can't that's be, a tricky one. But it can't like I've tried one, many times. Unless you're fully consumed in I only want to like if you're only friends with a person because you want to have sex with them, yeah. that's one I thing. suppose if you could take it or leave it, um then then that can be done. I certainly have a female friends that I have no sexual interest in. Yes. Um, but and I mean no sexual interest in. Um, Those are my best female friends. You know, now because ones. they're just ugly or they're awful <laughs> sexual spiders like me. <laughs> no, I, I would say that I, I, I'd hate to mention names, but uh, Rachel Feinstein is not ugly in any way, shape, or form. The uh-huh. comedian Rachel right. Feinstein, we're sure. all familiar with her, and and I don't have. I'm sure I, she'll love. Well, this. we've had this discussion before <laughs> that I don't have really. I mean, yeah, no, I know this sounds insulting, and I, maybe, how old is she? I'm curious. She's about thirty-two. I think. Oh yeah, she'll love this. Yeah, <laughs> um, she but she feels the same way. I I suspect it's just because we're you know it's it's uh, probably because she's uh, her and I uh, are sort of turned off by each other's Jewishness on some <laughs> level. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's too familiar. You know, it's almost incestuous um, in a way. So um, I don't know. Have, but but how, I, I, how often I, do you masturbate about your different female friends? Um. Well, my none because they're my friends, and so I don't have sexual interest in them. Now I do have some sort of friends, 
Uh, Let's leave me out of this. Come thing, on, please. Well, uh, without without mentioning, it's <laughs> a long ride to Woodbury Comics. So what I've never masturbated. To, I've never masturbated. <laughs> I've never masturbated in uh, thinking about Kristen. Oh. I've had sexual dreams about Kristen. What did she do in the dream? Well, in, in the dream, we were trying. We were at the comedy cellar trying to find a place to have sex. <laughs> and we were, and then we ran upstairs. <laughs> we couldn't find a place because it was crowded, as you know. Uh, at sure. nighttime, it gets crowded. What with the uh, uh, what with the bar crowd and all coming in for hummus and kebabs, <laughs> so we had to go upstairs and up to the, I, I believe this room, in fact, or you know, we're upstairs right now from the comedy cellar right, for the right, listeners. Right. And 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 Chris and I finally think here's our chance, and we're going to make it. And then Esty comes Before out. Before the roofie wears off. It's <laughs> a very Time detailed crunch. dream. And then, and then Esty, the manager. And then the next week. He just swept <laughs> away the microphones. With well, you're his missing left the punchline. Esty, the manager, the Israeli manager, comes out and says, What are you two doing up here? <laughs> so she ruined the whole thing. But, but that was she my. She didn't get in on the. And then for a couple of weeks, when you have a sex dream about somebody, all of a sudden, somebody you. That's no secret. I make no secret that I find Kristen a vibrant woman, an attractive woman. But it was not until after that dream that I, you know, when you dream about, ever have a dream about somebody and you're like, whoa, hey, all of a sudden, my level of interest is now up, you know, fivefold. Because you saw her naked in the dream. Yeah, because we had a thing in the dream, you know, even though we never did nothing in the dream. Well, it's just like when you have have an argument (laughs) with somebody in a dream, you wake up pissed off at them. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't do anything. You woke up pissed off at Esty for ruining it. Pissed at (laughs) Esty, but in love with Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm happy to say that that's worn off sufficiently that we can have a working relationship. Thank you. I'm so glad. Um, Did he used to just have like a perma boner around her? Not a perma, no. but no, I don't do that. But but Kristen is in getting back to your point earlier. Kristen is a bitch, and 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 <laughs> that turns me on on some level. You know, it's her. That, well, you two have been friends for a long time. Well, I don't, I don't know that we're friends. We, we see each other when we. Would see you each ever other. give him like a friendly hand job? I like, never, as friends do. Now you. I mean, if he really, if it was like a serious, if he was gonna vomit, <laughs> <laughs> and like the only thing that could keep him from vomiting was That's me, a good like line. giving him a good hand job. You know what? Um. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you will be vomiting at the same time watching each other. <laughs> Give me your hand. <laughs> I don't know that uh, Chris and I are friends because we don't talk on the phone and we don't see each other outside of this context. Yes, okay. we do. I don't call you up and say, well, Chris, what's up, girl? No, 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 but I'm saying we've seen each other at events. And, at events, you know, but it's not like... garden, stuff like that. Really? Yeah, because we happen to be there. But not like because I very strong Not because I call yeah. you up and say, yo, no. girl, you going to the beer garden? Right, if you right. raped her, it would be acquaintance rape. Hmm. That's your relationship. I, well, uh, I'm not going to touch that, but I suppose so. <laughs> Any dreams? Yeah, we're an acquaintance. Acquaintance rape dream? So, Kristen, uh, uh, no sex dreams about me? Is that... <laughs> no. Oh, dear. Speaking I of, had we forget, one you know, we you forget most of the dreams we have, we don't remember. Yeah, right. right. And right. that one I would have definitely right. blocked out. Anyway, so. Just dramatically. <laughs> I, I um, have. Uh, so speaking of sex dreams, do you guys ever go to completion in a in a sex dream? If I ever have a sex dream, something always, uh, uh, like Esty coming in and interrupting something always happens that stops the process from happening so i never actually get to have dream sex ever i have dream sex i must say it's not very satisfying yeah oh so you're saying you because it's not real sex yeah i I don't even know that i've ever achieved insertion in a dream now that i think about it (laughs) i have you know i get ready to and then the dream that way it sounds so dirty yeah i've achieved insertion but it's insertion It's not real insertion, so it's not very. It's not very. It doesn't feel very good. Wait, right, can right, I ask right. a question related Achieve to this? Insertion. Yeah, of course. You know how so guys have like wet dreams? Yes, teenagers. Can, can girls have those? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And the, the, the reason men have it is if they don't ejaculate for a long enough period of time, then the body senses a need to kind of clean out the pipes, uh-huh. and so they'll have an Ew. ejaculation. Now, I, I'm not sure that that would be the case with women, oh, but right. I have known women that have had orgasms in in their sleep. There's Without gotta, like any kind of. Oh, I wasn't right. talking about orgasm. I was talking about just like waking up and being like. Oh no! Oh, I'm talking yeah. about on. actual like orgasming. <laughs> A wake up turned yeah. on, absolutely. Yeah. Well, how do you know? You wake up with a boner. Yeah. But she's talking about. I'm talking know, about as a woman waking up like moist. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about. But she's talking like, about having an orgasm. Yeah. Done so that? That's happened. No, to you? that's why I'm, I was just yeah. curious. The like, one it time it did, it was Dan Natterman. Uh, Dan Natterman. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be more. He was too. dreaming, and I. will take up. it. I was dreaming about it. It was like, um, <laughs> it was what's the? I was just gonna say, what was that? What's the movie? 
um, Incognito, Memento. Memento. No no, 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 no. What's the movie where it's the dream in the dream? Inception. Oh, it, there Inception. You go. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. There's got to be more to coming in your sleep than just cleaning out the pipes. Because I'm good for, I'm still good for coming in my sleep like probably twice a year. You come really? in your sleep? Oh, oh, yeah. for the love cleaning of God. Cleaning out the pipes and, sounds like, very, oh, and I, I don't I, like that term. I, the craziest thing. The, cleaning out the pipes. I did once. Oh. I had sex. Yes. I fell asleep. I came again in my sleep. That's very strange. <laughs> and I don't even have sex twice in one night ever. Yeah. I'm not good I'm not good like that. Yeah. Can I ask you a medical question? Of course. Okay, so the last guy Dude, I don't know. that I had <laughs> That's what? That's not what the show is about. <laughs> the last guy that I had sex with, he was telling me that it hurts to have blue balls. Yes. Is that really true? Yeah. Here's here's what happens when you get I kind of felt Bad, so I think maybe that's why I had sex. Well, sometimes. <laughs> well, he's manipulating that, you as well. That, that was a manipulation. Middle, a middle ground there. <laughs> it does hurt, but he could have taken care of it later himself. Right. You know, right? it doesn't hurt yeah. that bad. It's what uh, does it feel like? It's a uh, prostatic congestion. So the prostate is a gland that is between the bladder and the penis. It's right at the out uh, the uh, outflow of the bladder. And when you get sexually aroused, the body will start pumping signals to the prostate to, hey, get ready, you're going to jizz. And when it does that, it'll, there, there will be secretion of fluid into the prostate that will cause it to expand. And it's called prostatic congestion. And that gives you the sensation of blue balls. And it's kind of a, a pain in your taint. You should be a fun sex operator. Thank you. <laughs> that was like was that, I'm that so you wet on? right now. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna wake up more. I have no. this way of. But um, to get doesn't that? I mean, I've never had <laughs> that. Doesn't that uh, require a lot of self denial to get to that point? Yeah, and it, you'll hear more young guys doing it who are just full of full of jizz. What and, about uh, Woody Harrelson <laughs> and all those people who do the edging? Kind of, right. or, you know, so that they're in pain all the time. Yes, yeah, sting. Not necessarily. All those people. It, you don't have to be in pain. You'll hear about this in teenagers a lot who are dry humping their girlfriends. Yeah. And they're not, because they're teenagers, if they're not masturbating, they're probably not at that point having a lot of sex. So they're doing a lot of things that are like edging and they're they're full of fluid. And, uh, you know, teenage, teenage boys could jerk off three times a day without any problem at all. And uh, for those, those are the guys you hear about that. You don't hear 58-year-old men like me complain, oh, God, I've got a raging case of blue balls. It just doesn't happen. Can We're I ask lucky you a if personal we have a question? raging case of balls. <laughs> yes. How many, how many times a day slash week do you masturbate? Um, it, it varies. Uh-huh. And I, I'm a very honest show, so I'll tell you a very honest answer. It varies sometimes. Uh, three times a week, sometimes five times a week, and My then man. sometimes I'll go uh, a couple times, you know, a couple weeks without, you know, where I'm just sort of storing weeks. it up for a good one. I'd kill someone, but you do that consciously, <laughs> yeah. like you're like I'm going to wait a couple weeks yeah. and then really have good yeah. for you. Yeah. 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 Can, can, you a, can you take a and supplement is... <laughs> to have like a big load of cum? That's a great question. I get that question oh, on the show so all the time. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank, thank you for asking it. The only study that's ever shown. Uh, to increase seminal volume was uh, uh, people taking daily Viagra. And now we use Viagra for people who have this thing called pulmonary hypertension, which is a, a high blood pressure going from the heart to the lungs. And if you give them Viagra, it gets better. Oh. And the, it's a. Dis- like, like gay kids who are getting bullied? It gets better. Yeah. I'm there. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> ah, no, I still don't get it. So anyway, uh, but he, and those people have about a 20% increase in their seminal volume. So I haven't been able to find a single study that shows anything that actually works to increase loads. And these guys who are in porn. Is there a, is there a um, technical term for a load, a load, the unit that is a, a unit? ejaculate. I think load. But you couldn't say one ejaculate. I can say I blew one load. Oh, I see. You can't say I blew one ejaculate. I I blew five mLs of semen. Uh, But that, it still doesn't. But you also wouldn't say the word blue. You wouldn't say blue. So is there a scientific way to say this is my question to you, and you don't have an answer for me. I don't have an answer on that. A a rainfall of... Yeah, it's a unit of measurement that varies. Varies. It's just ejaculate. I do like that. But I I understand that you can't use it in the (laughs) in the way that you're trying to use it in a sentence. You can have an orgasm. Let's Sam talk. This patient's. (laughs) He has something funny to say. This patient's ejaculate was 
was 5 ml, you would say that. But we've reached Whatever. the spectrum of Dr. Steve, where either he spends his days worried about vomiting or excited <laughs> about the load that he's building up. <laughs> One of these two things are going to happen. That's probably why he's vomiting. It's just coming up the other Isn't way. Isn't that the plot of Last Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman, specifically. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. So there is, uh, I've seen these porn films where these guys will just ejaculate what appear to be cups and cups of Ugh, semen. Disgusting. That's some of that Chris Angel camera tricks. I think <laughs> it is a camera trick. Lexi Love was on my show when she said that there is some kind of what they do is in addition to the ejaculate, they it's some kind of mixture that they use. And she said what it was and I can't remember. She told me just the opposite on my show. Ah, uh, see? You gotta she, she said that there's a way that what they do is they mix it and like they'll kind of just squirt it in addition to the real deal. Okay, like they'll have it, and I'll, I'll have to go back and listen. My theory I'll call was you with it. that that some of it looks really thin when you mm-hmm. see these guys just ejaculating gallons of cum. And, gallons of cum. <laughs> oh, what kind just, of porn are you watching? I've <laughs> seen people send me stuff, and they're like, "How do you explain this, doctor?" And uh, and you know, and that was a good save. It, it looks very. <laughs> thank you. It looks very thin, and I think what these people are doing is they're learning. <laughs> it's a- Patients sending him <laughs> <laughs> Come take a look at this video, doctor. I don't understand. I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Thanks for the palliative care. Would you check out, yes. you check out this hardcore bukkake? Check, out, like, check <laughs> out my load. Here's a horse film, and thank you for the prescription. I'm but, worried about this bukkake actor. <laughs> my theory is that they're learning to urinate at the same time they're ejaculating, because wow. normally when you ejaculate, there's a little sphincter in there that closes off the bladder, so you can't you pee and come shocker, at the same time. <laughs> just put the shot <laughs> and uh, uh, I think some of these guys have trained themselves to urinate at the same time so they're actually mixing uh, semen and urine right. at the same time and it comes out looking like a bigger Wait, load that's go- my theory but oh my going back to your other point about um, give, prescribing Viagra for pulmonary yeah pi- pulmonary so hypertension hypertension yes, yes. so the, these people then are also erect? They can be. Now, the thing about Viagra is it doesn't cause an erection most of the time. Oh. It just gives you the potential for one if you're stimulated. So, yes, they would have um, the benefit of uh, not having erectile dysfunction when they're taking Viagra three times a day. So. Have you ever taken I mean, Viagra? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the great thing about Viagra when you don't need it and I'll just throw that out there. But but if you don't need nice. it, it, it makes it it <laughs> makes an erection like. And I've heard a comic say this. That's this isn't my away. line, but it's like a ballpark Frank in the microwave. You know, it's just all big and straining at its oh my at its God. at its confinement. It's and plump it's plump kind of, when you cook yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. Is it true that women can take it? Yes. For, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that episode of Sex in the City too. It's true though. That was a good episode. We uh, a lot of the. Uh, the sex therapist will, if a woman has a, a problem with uh, lack of uh, pleasure from stimulation of the genitals, that they'll give her some uh, Viagra just to increase blood flow to the vulva and stuff. And, oh. as, you know, I, I haven't seen a good double-blind placebo-controlled study. There may be some out there, but a lot of people believe that it really does help. I We have friends... You want to down some Viagra, Kristen? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead up like some doctors. We have yeah, friends that take Ambien. And uh, and call Tiger it Tiger Woods, ambient it, sex. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. hear about Tiger him say Woods that. was very into ambient sex. Yeah, they call it big with sex. With me night. at least, I don't know if it was with every <laughs> girl, but yeah. Well, they call it big sex night. They both take an Ambien, and then they have then they have intercourse, and it's supposed to increase their uh, pleasure. But the problem with it was with these two was the woman woke up one night at two in the morning, and her husband was outside on a ladder on the second floor washing windows at two in the morning oh, didn't know where crazy. the hell he was with his wow. erect penis the whole time <laughs> yeah. is that how he was <laughs> washing <laughs> he was, wow. maybe I'll pass on that on he learned why, yeah. an it amb- makes you sleepwalk yeah it can't, oh. some people it will there are people who have been found driving naked 10, 20 miles from home my wife would get up in the, at two in the morning and wake the kids up and play hide and seek with them and not remember any of it the next day. Oh, shit. Stuff like that. Yeah, I need some of that. How come people get me some of that? That is the stuff of and, horror movies. And, it, and it's a minority of people, but when it starts happening, the psychiatrists say it will not stop. It has, only gets worse. Has there been a Law and wow. Order SVU episode where someone killed or yes. raped someone on Ambien? I wouldn't be surprised. There has been a sleepwalk. I saw that one. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. That's a condition, though. He had a condition. That was like sex sleep omnia or something. (laughs) Sex sleep omnia. Yeah. 
you, I, I guess we probably retired this this thing. Anybody else have anything to say about men and women being friends? I want to. I, I want to get feedback as to how I can be less of a horrible person, so yeah, that like, I can find a boyfriend. You, you don't need that. You, you know what? No, Rob is edging to tell me something. Like <laughs> edging. Like he's you, about you've got. To you've got a, no, he's edging. Long, you're gonna hold on. Wait. Okay, I just finished. Uh, you have a long way to go. <laughs> we all so have mean. to. We so all mean. have to find people that we're just compatible with, and that, you know, it, do you want to change your fundamental being just so that some dude will like you? That's bullshit. You know. Well, no, but I mean, is there like? I mean, maybe I should just like fuck myself all the time with like a dildo, so I seem as if I'm like super sexually satisfied, and like don't see. I just think I. I mean, I not in public, though, because you'll so never you get a are doing the. Around. So are you doing the thing? You know, come on, give it to me. Let's go. Let's no, go. No, let's go. No, no, I go. haven't. I, I don't okay. have sex with anyone. I mean, okay. but I mean, when you are. Well, that's the thing about women is uh, they they can be horny but not have sex, which is a concept alien to men. <laughs> right, but you right, know right. what I mean, like because women. Uh, can only you know have an orgasm well i can't i'm not going to say it what? all the time but women need to be kind of have an attraction for a man beyond the physical right or i don't know what i'm talking not about not necessarily but, i don't know I, but some women i mean that's the myth that men will just spread their seed around and they don't care but women need to nest and all that stuff and my shrink who i've been seeing for almost 17 years now says that that's bullshit he said that men are more craving of intimacy than women are that men, that's why men become stalkers and, you know, murderous stalkers and stuff. Do you because think they should become a murderous stalker? No, but I just, that people, <laughs> yes. when men, when a woman Could is pay. nice to a guy, they just latch on them and say that, you know, she's my girl. Yeah, that's me, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've certainly done that. But the beauty about me is I'll get over it just as fast. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's no okay. real danger. Right. You'll get some texts, you'll get some... Uh, Facebook messages, perhaps. You, but I probably oh, won't be so standing sweet. outside your door. Right, right. And but there are guys that don't have that switch, so they can't turn that rheostat down. You know, the volume control down. But see, I never get and, that except from like losers, like losers all the time. And you're not a loser, like, and you've never, we've never. So I'm not talking about you, but like, I mean, like, yeah, losers want to want to, you know date me and tie me down and or whatever the fuck you were just saying oh, that you they do become clingy yeah well like yes. they just but like guys who i have not had someone who was some great catch who was like i mean i'll i'll date them for a couple of years and they'll you know love being my boyfriend or something but i've never had someone just be like i cannot let this precious jewel of the nile yeah. go i need to lock this shit down you could know? it be that there's a, a definition bias that the only people that cling to you are, yeah, gonna are people you're going to call uh, losers. Yeah, yeah the define, ones that don't do define that. loser. Like a dumb person oh. that clings to you and what do you mean puts by you a on dumb a pedestal? Person, like person that's dumb, like a dummy. Someone is dumb. <laughs> this is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like dumb in what sense? Like they are not educated. They're not well spoken. They're, they're they don't have a good job. <laughs> like what? I mean, just not someone who. I try to be really open. I mean, I I really do. I'll 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 I I try to not at all be. I mean, you know. Well, I have I'm, to say, in your writing, you're one of the most open people I've ever seen. But I'm I mean, not really. I mean, you don't know anything. Well, you know, but yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Let me say that. Yeah, people like that. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Okay. All right. Well, if anyone thinks of anything, <laughs> well, just I will let me say, know. Well, it's tough all you... over. I mean, you know, Kristen, uh, you know, had a, had a whale of a time <laughs> finding the right guy, but so now, like, she, now she's got it. Yeah. Well, I will say that I, you know, I don't know. And maybe, you know, to Manny, this is considered selling out. But I have a very dominant personality as well. I mean, we, I think we have kind no. of similar personalities. But I have learned, you know, maybe and maybe it was working. So in the do you now side. have a guy who's more like a sub? Not, I'm not saying you like oh, dominatrix no, no, no. him. No, he's an alpha guy, right? Yeah, he's an See, alpha guy. See, that's what's hard is for an alpha girl to find an alpha guy. Yeah. But what he's I'm more what I'm what saying I mean? in the selling out is that I learned that I have to tone it down. Oh, and yeah. Like, all right. I've, you know, because we're, I've worked with a lot of comedians and I've, you know, spoken with them or whatever. And I've had comedians say, you know, you're hilarious. Can we love I just you, marry like, an old guy like Rich Voss? Can I just do that? <laughs> <laughs> but 
but like you okay. don't, you know, guys say <laughs> we, you know, we like hanging out with girls, but you don't. I don't want to date me. Like you don't, guys don't want to date a female version of oh, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. like that. They, it initially gets them interested. Right. Long term, because you're in there they, ball busting. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll just like, make my own money, and then I'll just be with some sycophant who's you're like not a yes man. Want that though? Well, whatever. I mean, <laughs> if they're like good looking and funny, you know, who cares? Hmm. But I think it's helped me. Like I think it's better for me to not be. Con- I used to be constantly like ready to say something, like have my next comment. But like, like I'm, but that's my essence is like being. Kind but it's of my a, essence too. But I just found like kind of another essence that I developed. That. But maybe can was you imagine me before. making a living as like a, a a writer and 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 podcaster? Just being like, well, so today's measured podcast. Yeah, right. about no, no, but you can do plates. both. Turn you it can off. Do both. Turn like, it off for guys. The, yeah, when you but get just in, the, in your life, like do in my your, life, your podcasting and your writing, mm-hmm. and then go home and turn it off. I mean, I think I do. Well, you're telling you're telling Mandy to change her fundamental essences. As no, I, I believe that's how no. you phrase it, Doctor Steve. Well, it, I mean, I think I am that way. I think people well, who know me don't see me as being. I think you got to be the best Mandy you can be, and uh, yes, and apply <laughs> the golden rule, Mandy. <laughs> And, I think um, we have a lot of aspects <laughs> or personalities, and over the course of life, you find a certain aspect that works, and you over. Can you use give it. me? Can you just give me an example you know? of the old me with men would do X, but the new me, in order to be amenable to men and to have a great boyfriend, does Y? Can you give me an like, example? The old me would break balls to the point of like being a guy's friend <laughs> sure like right. a guy yeah, yeah, yeah the new me is like i'll make a comment but then the next time you know in the next round of conversation i'm like nice to him which is not me not being myself i mean right. i'm a nice person it's just that i have to kind of resist that urge to constantly i like right. i i had no problem with the old um the old montella do you have a problem with the new montella I didn't really, that I have a boyfriend. I, I'm not so sure I've noticed a, a, a tremendous difference well, between you may the not have a relationship no, but with him. That's probably what I'm saying. It's just in a relationship setting. And that's not changing your essence either because no. a guy who busts balls can't go home and bust his girlfriend's or wife balls the way he busts balls with right. his, right. his that's guy true. And you that's can, but to a certain extent. To a certain extent. There's like right, you exactly. Have to, like, you whereas just, you could just destroy your guy friend and just seek out to hurt his feelings and then laugh about it later. Because right. it's you, hilarious. Right. <laughs> but if but you, you don't want to do that to your right. girlfriend or wife. Right, right, right. It's the same. So in the space of this podcast, say I was on a date mm-hmm. with Dan. So the new me, if I was trying to date Dan... I would be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that you have that phobia. That sounds really hard. No. But I think it's really yeah. courageous that you are able to talk about it and well, you come to go terms over, with it. Well, I would say this girl's out of her mind. She's calling me, <laughs> she's calling me courageous. That sounded pretty good to me. I would it's say like, let's, yeah. let's split the difference and just say, yeah, that kind of sucks. Oh. Let's do some coke. Something like that. <laughs> Whatever. No, I don't. Anyway. Don't be fake. Like you don't want to be fake. It's just right. kind of. About, Thank you like, for the advice. I appreciate it. Yeah. I didn't hear any advice in no. there at all, but no, there but, was advice. It was good, yeah. Kristen. Thank you. Oh, just, Kristen's advice. Yeah, yeah, I would, that yeah, was yeah. Good. Dan's got, advice. We got old Montella. No, well, my advice Montella. was don't tell me I'm courageous. It's <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> clearly not the case. No, but I think Mandy is awesome, and if she, I do too. if something is keeping, I from would not letting people see that awesomeness to the point where they want to hold on to Incidentally, it. Incidentally, that's a problem. Kristen is not necessarily opposed to a uh, same-sex experience. Is that what correct? What does that have to do with well, it? It does know. now, Kristen, okay? <laughs> you said that you Wait, think are she's... you asking me to like eat Kristen out? Because I'm not going to. <laughs> All right, well. Hold on, let me just get the cameras going. <laughs> I, she has a boyfriend. I still I'm sure he wouldn't mind. I'm dead to her. If Mandy is defining these guys as losers because they are I'll exhibiting show you. a certain okay, behavior. I have something to show you. I'm going to show you the okay. guys who fucking poked me on Facebook. <laughs> They're all like 82 you, years you are, old. It's already like, loser. The second Someone's you say poking poke. you on <laughs> Facebook. Those aren't people you're having a relationship you know, when, with. No, but I'm saying like they're... Oh, that's ageism as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Dude, my last... The last guy I was really into was 21 years older than me. Yeah, the 50-year-olds love you, by the way. I'm just saying. I don't know why. So what do I, what do, I do when you jerk off to, to the idea of me? What do I do in the fantasy? Dr. So Steve? anyway, um, let's talk about Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about Obamacare. <laughs> uh, you guys are all self-employed, right? 
No. Except for Sam? No. I'm not. You're not? Mm-mm. Okay. She's a student, I I'm believe. Not I am a student. She's also, like the, Dan, the I Diane have, I have Chamber. corporate insurance. I have Blue Cross. Yeah. You do? I have yeah. United. Okay. I'm well, in the freelancers <laughs> union. Then. Okay, so Dan. <laughs> I'm in the freelancers union, so I pay you know monthly for it. Okay, and uh, how much are you paying? $500. A month? Yes, sir. And it um, it does your insurance... Uh, qualify under the the new Affordable uh, Care Act? I'm not you know? sure. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't investigated. Okay. I don't like paperwork and... Uh, adulthood. I don't like adulthood. <laughs> Actually, that's quite true. I no don't men like, like adulthood. I think that's really <laughs> courageous of you to share that with us, Dan. Well, well I, if I want to help so others that have the same problems... What if they could why, turn it into a PlayStation <laughs> game where you sign up for health care? Would that be better? <laughs> Hashtag well, that'd be a step yeah. in the right direction. I mean, I have a friend, and I, I, I thought more of you guys were were going to be affected by this, but we can still talk about it. I have well, a friend. I mean, healthcare, if that helps. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, this friend of mine is self employed, and he makes good money, and he just pays cash for everything. I don't like going to the doctor because they ask me what I do for a living, and I say comedian. They say you make a living at that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you could ju- turn that into material. And they, <laughs> then they judge me, and then they. But anyway, go on. Right, Sorry, right, Dr. Right. Steve, I've interrupted you. No, it's okay. Um, they He uh, pays cash for everything, and he couldn't get anybody to see him. He's got a kid who needed something, and he couldn't get any doctor to see his kid because he'd call up. they say, what kind of insurance do you have? And he'd say, well, I don't have any. And click. Oh, that's rude. And uh, so he, he went to uh, – uh, or he came to me and asked me about it. I said, just go buy a catastrophic – Right. Health insurance policy. You notice Dr. Steve didn't treat him, though. He just, he just told <laughs> no, him to go buy a policy. He directed no, did, him. Where he, he was right. asking for something. I didn't, well, I, I can't help you. you know, sure. <laughs> I mean, if you see me coming, you've got a real problem in hospice and palliative medicine. I, matter what of about fact, euthanasia? How, how, how um, do you do any of that? What, the, um, you know, young Chinese people? No, yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to go for it. <laughs> of course, of course, because I'm a hack. I'm not a comic. Uh, no, uh, euthanasia for us is um is unethical now there are states in this in this country where euthanasia is legal but uh not has where anyone I come ever from. been fucked to death booga booga <laughs> hmm. right i'll have to get back to you on that one is death, bo- death by booga booga <laughs> i don't know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it's happened don't I mean, you know that joke about yeah. booga booga <laughs> everybody knows that oh joke. yeah i don't know it what that's a joke where they say you can have a, either have death or booga booga <laughs> And he said, the first guy says, I'll take Booga Booga, and then 10 guys fuck him in the ass. And the second guy says, oh, I'll take death. And he goes, okay, death by Booga Booga. You don't know that joke? <laughs> Everybody knows that joke. I don't know that. <laughs> it's a fantastic joke. Wait, I'm surprised, I about, but I would think you know. they would want people that have no insurance and they're just going to pay cash. Yes, you would like, think so, because what? really you crank up your, what because you're you billing. Because you don't have to take the Medicare rates. Because you're of just, Medicare, exactly. that's right. So if Medicare pays you 80, you charge 160, yeah, and all the cash-paying patients have to pay 160. Right. So, so, but uh, that they got to know you have the cash, because they could right. send you a that's bill, right. and most people get that bill, and they're like, fuck it, I ain't paying. Right. What if someone was bleeding to death on your doorstep, and all they had was like bartering? Then some, you're like, required to treat them. Some, bartering? Like, if you're bleeding to death, you have time to barter? Yeah. If you Like, I have this... I have this great boat. Uh, I have a canoe. That's I can, what I'm I can give it to you if you help me. If, Every other weekend, you'll have you <laughs> time share. Right. <laughs> if you take any federal money, i.e., Medicare, then you have you're you are required to give a certain amount of free care and emergency care is considered that you can't turn somebody away who has a legitimate emergency. Good. So you have to treat them. But you can still bill them and you bill them for it. But you know, you do you have to treat them just enough to not have an emergency, yep. mm-hmm. or just to, or or all the way? You got to stabilize them. Just stabilize, and then they can leave your. Then they can go. <laughs> then yeah. you just dump them out. Yeah. Right yeah. In the middle well, of the I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, if they if they would come to harm, if you if you discharged them right then, then you got to keep them. So yeah, you got to treat them. But uh, what the fuck was I talking about? I can't Obama remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, and your friend having cash and nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you. And he, so he went and got a, I said, just go get a catastrophic insurance policy. And then when, when you call these places, they ask you what you've got. You say, I got Blue Cross. Even though he'll have right. to pay everything up to five thousand right. bucks, yeah. and it worked. He got in. That's actually really smart. That's good yeah. advice. Yeah. Thank you. But he, uh, it's not working out now because he uh, he got it and it was working for him. He just paid cash wherever he went, and he never went up to the five thousand. But if he got in a car wreck, 
and ran up a $300,000 bill, sure, they'll yeah. write off the 5000 deductible. He would never have to pay it. Uh, well, he got a letter from the uh, health care administration <laughs> saying, or, or from his insurance company saying that his catastrophic health insurance was no longer legal. It didn't qualify under the Affordable Health, yeah. uh, the Affordable Care Act. Under Obama. Is right, that, under yeah, the okay. Obamacare. Yeah. Because he can't just have catastrophic insurance. So uh, they canceled his policy. He now has no insurance again. He went on the on the exchanges to get insurance, and it was four times more than what he's paying now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. it's... Okay. um. It's, are you a Republican? No, I, you know, I, I'm an independent. Are you an anarchist? I I have well yes the tie says anarchy all over it. Right. <laughs> I'll show you uh, this is a visual thing but I'll just pass this along and I'll stick it it's up on the web is that, it a dick pic no that's a picture of me in college so at one time I was indeed an anarchist and if you'll notice uh, on that picture I wasn't going by God smile for the man. Yeah, that's a cool picture. <laughs> and on the so. back is the Viagra, you know, plump. That's what veiny. I was thinking too. Yeah. So I was thinking you, the same thing. Are you in favor of a candidate single payer type system? Uh, the doctor part of me is uh, is kind of in favor of that because I have forty single payer. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Just you know, and I understand the problems with that. I was going to move to Australia. Last year, I got offered a job. They're going to pay me a third more than I'm making now. Oh, do it. And Well, I was going to until I ran the numbers, and they take out so much taxes oh. that I was actually going to be making a, a, yeah. just a little bit more than half of what I'm making But here. I could crash at your place wow. and come visit. So <laughs> oh, can it's you take that It was a beautiful place. Right Maybe you'd wake up with a dingo thrown so up. a radio offer or a dog. doctor <laughs> offer? That was a doctor <laughs> offer. Yeah. <laughs> so... The uh, uh, so yeah, that's the there are problems with that, and all the people that are working for Blue Cross Blue Shield that would lose their jobs under something like that. I mean, there's a lot of ramifications for us making a huge shift like that. We should have done it years ago, but uh, you know, and I America is just not that kind of place. We just don't care about each other. I have 40 year old patients with cancer who lose everything because they lose their insurance, because they lost their job, because they were out for six weeks doing chemo, and now they lose their house and they lose their wife yeah. and but they lose all they everything. have to do is sell meth i don't understand right, right, right. <laughs> and I mean, at what point are people going to call out the insurance companies for all of this well why, why do you think that they send a letter to your friend because they can bring them up to a much more expensive policy well it's excuses like that but they insurance companies are businesses it's not their job to to you know, their it job is to be. make money right which like is exactly any business. why they shouldn't be involved in, in people's all right well that's life another that's, a, that's another <laughs> then we have to be willing to make the decision to have the government do it. But if we're going to leave it to the private sector, mm. we have to accept that the private sector is going to do what the private sector does, right. which is trying to make money for themselves. Otherwise, they're not going to do it. And if you say you can't deny people for prior um, uh, conditions, so what do people do? They wait till their heart disease gets so bad, and then they go ahead and sign up for insurance, and now it's a net deficit for the insurance company from day one. Mm, the way insurance is supposed to work is you have it, have it, have it, and then maybe you use it, and you, mm-hmm. if you run a deficit, it's paid for by the other people who aren't using it. Well, good. And fuck them. It serves them right, because well, that's what they do. As soon as you get sick enough, they drop you. Well, so fuck them. So <laughs> maybe just whenever anyone gets sick, like, like a cold, yeah, they should just all kill themselves yeah. <laughs> like instead of like nyquil or something and it would cure the vomit dr steve i've been talking oh, about dr steve i have dental insurance i haven't been to the dentist are you ready for this 20 years oh, oh my goodness God. You not are you both, kidding buddy. me i'm not kidding just <laughs> why do you have dental insurance i happen to have it as part of my freelancers oh, program oh. i guess i should go for a checkup but my yeah. teeth don't hurt i don't see any uh stuff on them no, I, they don't they look cleaning. pretty good you yeah. yeah you can get a sonic it does the same shit oh. it, it may well be that there's periodontal disease going on that i can't see but i brush my teeth i'm not seeing excessive bleeding or really any bleeding yeah. unless it would i brush be one, very hard. one of the funniest toothless comics out there though well i'd fun. have a hook fun <laughs> <laughs> dr and steve I, I have to i have a spot uptown i don't know how, how yes long? of course no, no but i i mean we're gonna wrap it up right now okay um i don't want to i mean i don't want to you know whatever no, it was really courageous of you to say that. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, wanted to say something, and I forgot what it was. I, I, I really want to thank everyone who came here tonight. I don't think we solved anything. Yeah, we did. Uh, I learned a think, lot. You, did you? Yeah. Okay, well, good. Yeah. Um, thanks always go to uh, uh, Sam Roberts. You got anything to plug? Yeah, notsam.com has uh, all my videos and my podcast and everything. Okay. 
And uh, Dan Adderman, what do you got to plug? Uh, Besides I'm Dan Adderman uh, at Dan Adderman. You know, quite honestly, uh, nobody's looking at it anyway. But whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like I, I, I got to plug. Now. I got to plug something. I guess your spots. You don't have to. How about your spots? You got something? This will be up Twitter next Tuesday. Feed? I'd like to thank Steve. I'll have to bleep that out. Oh, you don't. You don't reveal no, us. No, I'm anonymous. Oh, you're anonymous. Yes, Steve thank anonymous. Well, I, I have to be. My my corporation would fire me if they knew what I was doing. <laughs> This show sometimes, but your voice, your voice is so distinct. How? Yeah, but I have deniability. I can say that guy sounds like me, but it's not me. That's Casey Kasem. That's right. And I, <laughs> and I've even gone on Lewis's show and said my actual name was Neil, just to down. throw everybody off. The top ten. I said Doctor Neil doesn't sound good. You so remind I me of a, a cousin. Who's that guy who's friends with Elvis? Who's the famous DJ? Cousin Bruce. Yeah, you remind really? me of cousin oh, Bruce. Oh no! Why don't you tell us before the show? Don't say my last well, name. Well, I didn't think it would ever come up. I didn't know you knew my last well, name. Well, you're passing around your college ID, and it's an odd last name. That's true. That's okay. Oh, don't feel bad about it. Just beep it. Kristen, you got anything to plug? No, I would like to remain as anonymous as possible. Actually, <laughs> okay. Mandy. My name is Mandy Statmiller. And I hope everyone subscribes to my podcast, News Whore, on yes. the Riotcast network, riotcast.com slash News owned by Rob next to me. And Exo uh, uh, Jane, too. Yep. Check her out. Very honest writing seems to be. If it's not, yeah, it's, it's honest. It's, sure. Great okay. interviews, too. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And Rob Sprantz. Yeah, I'm certainly not going to plug Mandy because I'm dead to her, but uh, <laughs> go to, go to riotcast.com. <laughs> check out my show, The Whole. Rightcast.com oh. all the great shows boom alright many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap until next time check your stupid nuts for lumps quit smoking and get off your asses and get some exercise we'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.